Hey friends, thanks for rolling up to the party. This is the season three finale of Still With You, and I am so excited that you made it. 2020 has been no joke. There's been so many traumatic experiences, so many hardships, so much difficulty, and I do not take any of that lightly. I can't imagine what my friends, my family, my city, our country has been feeling, but even in the midst of it all, I'm choosing to believe God is still with us. Even when it looks like it's a graveyard around us, truly, I believe that God is speaking life and growing new things from the soil that feels so so hard and broken. So if you're feeling weary, you are not alone. And for the next few moments, I would just love to offer you a brain break and some laughter, some fun, some things that are truly surface level and don't really matter. I am joined by a favorite returning guest of the podcast, Christian Marvin. If you've not yet listened to episode 48, Living Boldly with Christian Marvin on Still With You, add that to your podcast queue. I am so excited to have him again behind the mic talking with me and sharing his heart our favorite things and reflections of this year. You guys have been awesome, and I'm so excited to be celebrating this season three finale. Before we dive into conversation, I want to let you know that I would love to connect with you even during the break between seasons feel free to reach out to me my handle on social media is coley browning or you can reach me through my website coleybrowning.com i would absolutely love to connect with you just because episodes are not releasing doesn't mean that i'm not here and again thank you so much for your support this year all right we have lots to talk about so i'm gonna spin the wheel over this is our conversation for the season three finale of still with you stay with us When your episode came out, did you remember what you said? How did you feel when you heard it from your phone rather than coming from your mouth? When I first listened to it, I was super excited and nervous. Uh, I did have a couple people from my time in Mobile uh, who were like, man, I did not know you would change that much since moving out of here. And they were like, wow, I had no clue you were like actually serious about this whole Jesus thing. I was like, heck yeah, man. Like I was... Because at that point, I was already a year detached. People hitting me up, be like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I legit thought you were just the same as what you left. You are so different from what you were. I'm going to put um, your episode in the show notes for everyone to find. because They need to go back and hear it. Like, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you back was because you were so real and so honest and talked about details that, like, you didn't really have to share, but you did. Like, I had told people my testimony before. Mm-hmm. That was nothing. Like, telling certain people who I trusted, but that was the first time I was like, okay, this could literally be anybody at all could pull this episode up and hear the story. I think I shared this with you, but we have friends in Finland who I don't know who they are, but shout out to Finland because Finland is listening. Shout out to Finland. What do they do? What I'm trying to think like what their sports are. I I don't know, but that Finland and then oddly enough, I don't know who I'm friends with in Iowa. I know that, you know, Midwest girl, obviously, but we have people listening in Des Moines and Des Moines. Des Moines? Is that how you pronounce it? Des Moines? I don't know. Des Moines or Des Moines? <laughs> I don't know. Currently Do you... pulling up the phone I just wanna, to I get it correct. I don't want to mess them up. I don't want to offend we... our friends in Iowa because they are clearly listening. I'm doing the Justin All right, Bieber, just so whatever... 
Oh. <laughs> okay, so for any of our friends who watch Justin Bieber live on Instagram at any time, he was always carrying around a bottle of water. You could hear him swallow the water, but Christian always does it when he's on all of his Zoom calls. Like, always or just in general, like, your gulps of water are so voluminous. Voluminous? Is that the word? We hold on, we're back to Des Moines. Des Moines isn't exactly how I thought it was spelled, but I wanted to double check. Des Moines is. Des Moines. But in American, it is pronounced Des Moines. There you go. Oh, but I feel like some people say Des Moines. I'm sure they do. I mean, it's Iowa. Wow, we're really giving Iowa a lot of airtime. You know what? Shout out to the people over in Iowa. We love you. We appreciate y'all. We do. Another thing that I want to talk about, I've said this in private to her, so it's not like this is the first time she's hearing me say thank you. But like, also, I just want everyone to know how awesome our theme song was this year. For real. Literally, Lily Garay with her song Lifted, she was so generous to share that song and she's a professional artist and it was just so kind of her to do anyway i just want to really give her the credit that she fully deserves so this is what we're gonna do to reciprocate the favor i need everybody to go on any platform i'm talking spotify i'm talking amazon music i'm talking zoom shout out to the one person listening on a zoom right now we see you i promise we see you (laughs) go look up lily gray that is l-i-l-y Space. G-A-R-A-Y. Her song lifted from her album. Run those streams up. The album is called It's All Beautiful right here. And you can find her website at lilygray.com. Follow her on social media. It's at lilygray. I just wanted to say thank you because music means a lot. You guys know how I love my friends who make music. I had to from take it from the top of like just saying thank you to her. We have some favorite things that we're going to talk about. You know how I love like lists. I love making lists of like favorite things. Yes. So here's what I want to know. Just a, a little like <laughs> housekeeping. How do we want to do this? Do you want to share first or should we just alternate let's go back and forth i'll let you go first i'm not gonna be able to relate to this one little tagline for everyone this is 2020 has been a very hard year and so hold on hold on now oh very hard year but a rewarding year it's been very rewarding i look at 2019 2018 it was very beginnings growth i mean i'm still at my beginnings let me clarify Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but like 2020 was definitely one of those like all right taught you all these things these are principles and habits you've developed let's put them under the test i'm not saying god's tested us with this year you know what i'm saying but i think it's been very rewarding to trust him with this year as well can you remind everyone of your age i'm 21 there's definitely stuff that this has been a year full of trials it's been a year full of like Oh my goodness, we really did. Like, we really went through that. Like, this year flew by. Like, it's It did fly by. It went by so fast. I mean, at us recording this, it's mid-November. November November just, like, we just got through Halloween. Like, Halloween just happened in Mm -hmm. my brain. How did that happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. And this whole year has been like that, where it's like, like, didn't we just release the episode? Yeah. um, And then just thinking about different memories, I'm like, holy cow, I did all that. Like, Mm -hmm. in this one year, I'm like... 2021 is about to be crazy. What we're going to share is very superficial. So my goal was to make this light with meaning, talking about things that are fun, but sometimes don't matter. We're having fun. We're We're trying to recap the year and really Mm -hmm. be positive with this. You and I can talk all day about topics such as that, but we can also talk about our superficials. Right. And we can 
argue about our superficials too sometimes. With that being said, I'm going to take it from the top. In no particular order, one of my top 10 favorite things that happened this year, I am officially caught up, up to date with Grey's Anatomy. All 17 seasons. Oh, just me. Okay. And let me just say, my heart has been on a roller coaster ride. I started that series when I was a freshman in college. Mm. So that shows that I'm not totally binge watching TV with my time all the time, right? You know? That's fair. But quarantine gave me a catch up. (laughs) That's a little more than I will just say. It has been a roller coaster for my heart, but I'm grateful to be finally caught up, and I absolutely do adore that series. You guys can come at me if you want, but I think that is one of the best television series of all time. House is better. That's all I gotta say. You and Chris. Chris will take that argument all day. House. What are you? Yeah, I can't feel you on Grey's Anatomy, but you know what I can feel you on Mm -hmm. is fanny packs. That's your first. My fanny pack that I bought towards the end of the year has been one of the best purchases I've made. Not only is it like a fashion statement, and I know I'm kind of behind on the train. Like, I get it. I'm, I'm behind on the trend. Sure. Like, that thing comes in handy. Like, if I'm walking around the mall, I don't feel like having a whole bunch of stuff in my pockets. I put it in the bag, and then it's like, it looks, I mean, it just looks better. You know what I mean? What color did you decide on? All black. Why? Because it can match so much. Now it's been pretty much a staple of a lot of my outfits mm-hmm. at this point. For some of our friends, they would probably think that you would wear that on your hip. But you're not styling it on your hip, I've Heck noticed. No. How I'm, are you wearing it? I'm going like across the chest. You know what I mean? Like okay. like a guitar. I feel like I look like I'm at Disney World if I put it on my, my hip. And I look like an old grandpa. Um, grandpa? A grandpa, yeah. Grandpa? Grandpa. Papa. Is that how y'all say it? <laughs> Grandpa. Yeah, I put it across my chest. Honestly, it just makes it super easy to, you know, go into, take what I need out, backup hygiene stuff. You know, sometimes us dudes, we get to work and we get a little sweaty, got to reapply to the deodorant. We got to smell good. You know what I'm saying? Yes. This is a good transition. You're talking about deodorant. I started wearing sunscreen on my face. You're way better than me. Every day. (laughs) Way better than me. I've heard several women say that they wish they would have started early in life. And I will link what sunscreen I love because it's a very light sunscreen from Neutrogena. I absolutely love it. It smells so good. And Mm. I can't say that I've had a change of like noticing it, but I don't think I'll know until I'm 80 when I don't have as many wrinkles. (laughs) So I'm being ultra protective. That's a healthy practice that I started doing in 2020. I actually have it with me right now. I made a purchase. Kind of irresponsible, but I love it. Why was he irresponsible? Because, I mean, it's not really a necessary buy. But oh, okay. My 90s vintage Chicago Bulls reversible jacket. If this was the year to do it, this was the year to do it. Because we love Michael Jordan all the more just because of, like, the, the last, last dance. dance. Yeah. Well, I've always been a Chicago Bulls fan. You're I mean, not a bandwagoner. I'm definitely not. I mean, I mean, I grew up watching Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is my favorite player. Still is one of my favorites. So that's why I like the Bulls. And also family from Chicago. I love this because it's an authentic 90s. It's really comfortable. I will say we have not had the prime weather for it just yet to make sense. But... Man, as soon as it gets a little bit more cold and, like, windy, oh, this thing's... Man, I'm about to kill it with this thing because it's old. I mean, it's a 90s jacket. I was going to ask you, what year do you think that jacket was made? I think I have the year somewhere. Hold up. I mean, it might be on one of the tags, but... I think it's, like, 95. Ah, my year. That's your year? What do you mean? I was born in 1995. 
Wait, really? Yeah, why? Do you think I was older? No, I thought you were younger. That's crazy. I thought you were like only two years older than me. That's why. Mm-mm. I'm bugging. I thought this was your Jordan year. No. See, I thought that's why you mentioned it earlier. No, I want. I I was laughing because I I missed my Jordan year without saying it's my Jordan year. So I gotta oh. find a I gotta find a player who's number twenty five. Or you can wait till you're forty five. I'm not waiting that long. And say it's your Jordan. You know how many bottles of sunscreen year. I'm gonna go through before this. <laughs> Um, oh, this is a good transition because speaking Sports. of teams, my third item is college football. Now, let me preface this because anyone who knows me well, they're probably going to be like, what the heck, Cole? You are the most non-football fan ever, which is true. Last year when I got into Argo football, which everyone mm. knows about because that was like hit my top 10 list of last year where mm. I like started loving attending games and everything. Well, this year because the season has been postponed, I fell in love with college football. I love the drama of upsets and oh this <laughs> this year was so good because SEC teams played SEC teams like we stuck to where a schedule we were just okay. playing within our conference and I felt like every week was like a bowl week I was really excited about it so I can understand that I don't have a college team as you know I just don't mm-hmm. have one I love watching it I don't have a team yeah have you made have you chosen a team yet I mean, yeah you're wearing one but I don't know if that's yeah I mean so some of our friends will remember that I was indecisive and I was like I thought that I was going to be an Auburn fan just because I liked kind of what that team stood for. Some of the people that were fans of that, I really liked their values, which is true. I have nothing against Auburn. Because I'm from Missouri, I grew up 30 minutes outside the University of Missouri, literally bleed like black and gold everywhere across my hometown. So like, I think I'm just going to cheer for Mizzou. And it also encouraged me because we got a new coach this year. No offense to the Pinkle family. I'm There's no hard feelings there for me, but I am excited about a new era of Tiger football, yeah. hopefully. Definitely. I mean, obviously, I've not lived in Chicago for a long time, but yeah. I'm all Chicago everything. I mean, I've been watching college football forever now, ever mm-hmm. since moving here. I still don't have a college team, but just the sheer amount of Florida Gators fans we know personally yeah. makes me follow them the closest. Um, they're not my team, per se, but they're definitely the ones I follow the closest. Man, college football is something special. At the end of last year, I received a present, and it's the very shoes I'm wearing right now. Who from? My mom. Oh, okay. Of all the people that get me an amazing pair of shoes, it's my mom, which I know that's like against... The cliches of what a mom would get you. Why? Like, I think it's sweet. Well, so check this out. The story behind it is, so for like Christmas and my birthday, I don't, I'm not one to send a hundred gifts. Mm-hmm. My mom has to force me to send her gifts. And normally I'll wait till the last minute. So for Christmas this past year, my mom was like, we're not doing it this year. So the end of November, she was like, you got to send me a list right now. Mind you, I'm 20 at the time. Like I'm an adult. I'm quoting air quotes, very much like adamant about, you're going to sit down and send me a list right now. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And so, you know me and my love for my Air Force Ones. So I was like, man, a pair of all white Air Jordan ones would be cool too. I send her that and my mom went above and beyond and got Air Jordan 1 bloodlines. And she was so terrified I wouldn't like them. But honestly, this is probably the perfect shoe for me because of the fact that it's the accents of red that I love. Yes. All my clothes have black, red, and white. It matches your jacket, too. Absolutely. Yep. That was a big reason why I bought the jacket, how I justified it. I love that. How but, sweet of your mom. Oh, yeah. She killed it. Oh, my goodness. She killed it. She's an amazing gift giver. I just love these shoes. They match almost everything I own. Um, and 
Yo, something about Air Jordan ones—they're mad comfortable. I know you haven't worn any, but to I anyone tried in the one audience, on once. I tried a pair on a low top though. To anyone in the audience who actively wears Air Jordan ones, tell me I'm lying. They are one of the most comfortable shoes. Okay, so my fourth item that I absolutely love. This honestly like spurred from a conversation that I had in small group with our 11, 12th and college group. Those it was kind of like an after group conversation, and it was just talking about questions about the Bible. How do we dissect the Bible? Like, what's a good resource? And shout out to my friend Jackson Page. He shout out to the homie, the broski. Come on. I know. Yeah, he is awesome. And he shared with me that he had found a lot of rewarding resources in reading the Bible with Mm. and through his John MacArthur study Bible. It is a little bit of an investment, kind of like your jacket. It's around the same price, $40. I got it for $40. I believe so. Why? How much have you found it for? Mine was 80 bucks at Barnes & Noble. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mine shouldn't... Was, you... Mine was... Expensive. Well, mine was leather-bound, too. Mine's not. Okay, so that might explain a lot. I'm you went all busy. out. I'm stealing yours, by the way. That's literally one of the items Is it really list. one of your items? because yeah, I have a John... You know, yeah. what version is yours? An ASB. Okay, mine's New King James Version. Why did you pick New King? Because I've always read A New Living. A big part of me was like, it would be something really nice or it'll be something different it'll challenge me more and i've come to really love the new king james version it's kind of speaking to me in a different way than before the stinking john MacArthur like commentary on it it, it's fascinating people who are into like theology and talking about it can argue about his commentary on hebrews or whatever that may be but it's just super interesting that a man like john MacArthur, how god used him in the way that he did Mm -hmm. for one and then for another it's such a nice tool and he goes so in depth with this resource i think not only is it for people who've maybe never read the bible before or for people who have it is just so organized and just explains like what they're saying yeah it is more of like you will have to sit and like read verse by verse but at the same time like there's power in that though it's so a lot of good power yeah and i just honestly like have had a lot of questions this year not where i've been thinking about like moving away from my faith but i don't think there's anything wrong with asking more like god wants questions and so i've just found this to be really good in helping me with that so i had a study bible before not of a particular author or particular commentator but i just love how he cross-references other verses yes and then you get it's like the have you ever heard of like the youtube black hole no where like you're watching YouTube videos oh. and then you see a recommended, you click it. Oh yes, recommended, I, click it. I call then, it the YouTube spiral, though. Yeah, same thing. Just that weird wormhole, how you can just get trapped in it and you realize, oh my gosh, I just blew three hours of my time. That's what happens to me with the John MacArthur Study Bible. Yes. When I study, it's like I'm wanting to just get through this book. For instance, I was reading Ephesians. For my very first thing I studied was Ephesians because I was uh, speaking on it Sunday mornings, doing like junior high stuff. Just with student work, we were talking about Ephesians and the importance of that. But what would happen is I would read the chapter and then I would see like the words, look up the Greek meaning and where else it was at. And then read those verses, which cross-reference to this. It ended up making me read all across the word. How cross like how many cross-references there is from Old Testament to New. The introduction is... Mm-hmm is where I would start for anyone. Just because it talks about 
This is why we read the word who wrote the word. Mm. Every single book gives a background on the author, what time it was written in, yeah. which is so specific and important that we don't take that out of context and also that we don't read with emotion. Mm, it's a big one. I could get on my soapbox about that. I'm right with you on the John MacArthur Study Bible. Yeah. Say what you will about certain commentaries. It's been a huge blessing. Huge blessing. Yeah. It just got exciting. Like reading the word, just not that it wasn't ever exciting, but just, I don't know. It was just extra it this adds year. It a layer. It was extra exciting this year to be like such a treasure hunt to sit down every day and just get in it. And so. what was crazy is how God used moments in this year where I was like really like in dark places and hurt places. And God uses the word to be I like, know. all right, like, son, I get it. You're hurt. But listen, I've already talked about this here. Yeah. And like how God will be like on the, it's so crazy because the Bible app, the version app yeah. will have like the, the verse of the day. And it will almost always, when I'm in a really, really bad mood or something, like something bad happens, will have a verse of that day that's directly speaking to what that's is going crazy. on. And I'm like, I hear you, God. And then I'd reopen that Bible back up. And like, God's just been really good about keeping me really deep into that because that's been one of the only things that has kept me like on a, I don't want to be like, my life's been perfect this whole year because it hasn't. I'm being real. God's been really, really faithful to me and just really teaching me in a lot of it. Is it you or me? Who do you want? Do you, you should. So we both just did John MacArthur. Yeah. So your turn. This probably is going to be something that I talk about on a whole episode and itself when this person is ready. But my brother came home from a nine-month deployment to Come Afghanistan. On. Come on. Thank you so much to all of my friends and family who prayed. I feel like every day, like, I just, we couldn't breathe in a weird way of, like, there's this extra layer of, like, being very anxious and scared. And so, um, anyway, I don't mean to dive too deep into that because, I again, like, that is, there's so many things and so many crazy moments that we had with the Lord during that year. But I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to everyone who prayed for him, prayed for my parents, prayed for me and Chris in walking through that. And so, glory to be to God. Um, he's home safely, came home in April. We're just really grateful for that. I want to say thank you to our service members. <laughs> A lot of service members who I personally know are like, uh, about giving thanks. But That's your dad. Real, you're, you're a military family. Mil so yeah. yeah, exactly. So thank you to our service members. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, just like say a prayer for the people who are really like going through it with that. You're up next. Battle rap and COVID-19. Okay, why? What's you, that? You know, based on my last episode, you know, just from knowing me, how much I love battle rap. But battle rap in COVID-19 has been very different. And I'm not going to go too long because I know this is not the target audience for it. But I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. <laughs> no, I, mean, I know. It's true. <laughs> well, the way that the different battle leagues reacted was so smart. And making it still battle rap without the crowds. This is probably more of a me thing, but... I really love the storytelling and the poetry behind battle rap. I know mm -hmm. that might be an oxymoron to some, but battle rap is one of the only true forms of hip hop left and hip hop is poetry. Battle rap this year, 2020 was absolutely insane to me. One of my favorite battles of one of my favorite battlers, the saga versus B dot. If you are a Christian and you maybe love hip hop, whatever the case may be, I really encourage you to check out the saga 
Loso, A Ward, Street Hems. I've gave them all shout outs before on my episode. The way that the battle rap culture reacted to the news of COVID, it created this new culture of, hey, we're really going to bring the writers out the people who will actually be consistent and will perform the way they need to, man, it's just been awesome. Like uh, the talent has been raised up. So when the crowds do come back, we're going to have even crazier like battles to watch. Like, oh man, it hypes me up so much thinking about it. Literally, what did I do before we walked into this room? So we had two different methods of approaching this episode, which of course you were fine with me praying, but I pray before every single episode. And usually if Chris is around, he'll like pray over me. We had two different methods of getting hype. I was like, I got to go to the Lord in prayer, which you were happily willing to go as well. But Christian was like, I need to do a round of battle rap. He just sent like a mouthful of like alliteration and like rhymes and like (laughs) volume is talking. And then I listened to a saga round. I'm always just ready to go after I listen to it. Speaking of confidence... Something that, again, is an entire episode. It's going to be coming in season four, and I'm so excited to share it with you all. I made a new friend last year, and her name is Brittany Wynn. She's been, like, such a blessing in my life, but one of the major blessings that she did was I bought a jacket from her, from her company, Brave Witness Clothing. Also, Brave Witness has been a sponsor of the show, so you guys have heard about this before. Brave Witness Clothing is Brittany Wynn's company. What she does is she paints jackets, flannels, bandanas, pretty much anything that you want to see a design on, she'll do. But she does it prophetically. So like Mm -hmm. she literally goes to God Mm -hmm. and is like, God, what do you want me to paint? To some of you, you might think, that's risky. Like how it's all God. Like, and we, and so far out of the many people that she has blessed with her ability to serve, there's never been one person who's been upset with how their article of clothing has turned out. I'm really grateful for my jacket. Not only was it just beauty of the jacket, but it was just the words that she felt like God was speaking over me. And the message behind it, it honestly like launched me into a new season of my life. My jacket had a lot of meanings that had to do with growing. And I really pressed into that and was like, God, like, what do you want for me in this year to grow with you? And I really felt like the Lord truly used that to encourage me. Brittany shared this with me when, you know, that jacket with all of like the hanging plants on it, (laughs) like all the veggies, all of the flowers. She's like, that's a wild jacket. Like it takes a confident person to wear that and to wear it confidently. And she's like, and I think that that's what the Lord has for you. And that's not just for me, but the Lord wants you to stand tall. I'm carrying that with a different weight, not because of who I am, because of who Jesus is. Come on. Well, while we're on the topic of Brittany Wynn, what she didn't tell y'all, Brittany Wynn is my girlfriend. She has literally been the biggest blessing out of 2020 for a fact. I could go on and on. You know me. You know how much I love her. Brittany Wynn has been the absolute biggest blessing. What we've been through together, helping each other out. Like, this is not a crying moment. I love her very much. You know how much I love her. You know the ups and downs with our relationship this year, but we have made it through strong. Um, I can go on and on. Absolutely my biggest blessing of this year. Yeah, she's a major Um, blessing for me too. And it's great because like, 
everyone's going to be hearing from her next year. Even more so. Y'all better be looking forward to that. I am so excited for that. I am genuinely excited for it. She is amazing. And you guys are going to love her like so much. She's so genuine and she's so real. So beautiful. That's my, can you say it again? She is so beautiful. Hey, say it louder for the people in the back. She is so beautiful. Muy bonita. That is exactly what I was trying to say. I just didn't say it. No, absolutely. Just biggest blessing. Interested in this one. Why? This just because one, you walked with me through this, literally? Yeah, that and how frustrated I was for okay. you to finally be like, oh, this one. I'm like, I literally said yes on this one. So something that I talked with one of our friends was like Maylise Rodriguez. Like if you guys listen to her episode, I kind of talked about this a little bit. And I'm not even sure like where else I spoke about this. But y'all know that I went through a white sneaker story. Long story short, I listened to an interview with... Tiffany Amber Thiessen from Saved by the Bell, also Alexa and Katie, like she's one of my favorite actresses. And she was saying like how she just always loves like a Levi jean and a white sneaker. And Mm. ever since I heard that, I was like, that's going to be my look for the summer. Levi jeans, which I have two pairs, love them. And I was on the hunt for a white sneaker. And so of course I took it to my inner circle of my friends and was like, what sneaker should I get? And I literally was so hesitant. Like, I mean, describe me. What was I like finding that white sneaker? Being the sneakerhead that I am, just her asking me about questions about shoes and me giving her a direct answer. The problem was is that she would see she'd be like, "But I want this, but not exactly that because it'd be stealing. But I want something that's like a knockoff." I'm like, "Well, don't do that." Yeah, I wanted to be my own, but I didn't want to be too out too there. out there. Finally, happened. I believe was it Sarah, Sarah who Sarah showed Stark. you? Sarah Stark. Yeah. So Sarah had shown you a pair, uh, the Veja. Vejas, yeah. The Veja sneakers. They kind of remind me a little bit of a Nike Cortez, but not exactly. But they definitely were super unique. And I remember telling her like, "Yeah, you should get those." And then her still like for a couple weeks showing me. No, other it was not weeks. Shoes. It was months. I went three months on this journey. Well, I like out, I said, 2020 felt I like forever. To, I literally reached out to Lauren Scruggs Kennedy as well. And she sent me something like I reached out to another lady from Glamour. Like I went through it. You were like, you were on the hunt. I was on the hunt. But what ended up happening was she ends up getting the shoes that I directly <laughs> answered months ago. Be like, yeah, you should get those. Every other show, I was like, mm, not as good. Nah, not really you. I'm not boxing you in. Oh, no, I loved the journey just of it, to, honestly. To, I complained, but I kind of loved it. Yeah, I mean, listen. Eventually, Coley knew I was getting really frustrated. She's like, I think I'm going to just stop asking him. I we did, and our group text, you, I would send something, and you'd be like, stop. Either pick one or move on. Yeah, because you got to make a decision. I'm very much just like, make a choice, man. Make a choice, please. But that's a flaw. It is a flaw. There, there's power in making the decisions and weighing the options. There's definitely, like, definitely good to do that, not to be just... All right, I'm making a decision. There, go. I don't know. I really like them. Are I they comfortable? They're comfortable. And also, they don't get dirty quickly. Really? But also, I take care of my shoes. I have worn them with a dress. I've worn them with jeans. I wore mm. them with shorts. Best investment. Really? Yes. Love them. Okay. Yeah. What's your next one? My next one, I fell back in love with Call of Duty esports. This is a very bro thing. Bring I have it. a very bro we side. We have male listeners. Bring it. Come on. And females who game. So Call let's Duty, not stereotype. Call of Duty Esports was, I know for the scene, it was rough this year for the players, but I fell back in love with it because of quarantine, because of the popularity of Warzone and Call of Duty coming back to the forefront of everyone's mind. I started watching Call of Duty Esports again, which some of my friends know in high school, the way I made money was I would go online and do like tournaments on Call of Duty. 
make a couple extra bucks, buy lacrosse equipment. It kind of wasn't legal for a 16-year-old to do that, but I did it anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, So I fell back in love with watching Call of Duty esports. Yeah. Like, I... I hate to say this for as big of a Bulls fan as I am, but like I would skip out on watching NBA bubble games, not the finals or anything like that, not playoffs, but but I would skip on the bubble games to watch Call of Duty esports because it was like nostalgic in a way. It's just so fun to watch. If you know about Call of Duty and you're into it, it's really fun to watch. I'm really grateful for you in that journey. <laughs> I, I have zero comments because I have no idea what some of that means, but I love your enthusiasm. And if it means a lot to you, (laughs) then it means a lot to me. Come on. Hey, you know, that's what a big sister should do. Yeah. Number eight, my favorite book this year, and you guys know me because I read a lot. I think I've read like 20 something books. My favorite book this year, I won't get too much into because I have other episodes for this, but I really was loving learning more about our friends of color. I felt like this was an awakening year for me on things in regards to that subject that I just had not known about. So... I recommend this book. Again, this book probably is not for our friends under 18 just because of the reality of adulthood and the reality of life in a fallen world, the hardships of life. But I loved the book The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. This was actually suggested to me by Patient Randall. I joined a little book club from in Kansas City, Missouri that would meet on Zoom. I loved it. I think it's wonderful that we read books about how to fight racism and how to learn the history of Black culture But I think it does add when you read a novel from someone who is a person of color and to read a novel and a story of where, oh, well, I heard my grandparents talk about this or I heard like I have actually experienced this, you know, or I've I've like watched this play out when I went to the store or when I'm in Mm. my neighborhood. And I just that book truly did bring it where you can learn from someone Mm. else. So anyway, I just really was appreciative of that. And I just um, I love that book. I just wanted to share it. This is an honorable mention because we talked about it. I had read this book. Color of Compromise is another really good book. Yes, I read that this year. It is an amazing book. Jamar Tisby is the author. Honorable mention New York best time selling author this year, too. He hit the list, which come on. We're so excited for you. Just honorable mention to that. That book really was a huge tool for me personally to really Really learn everything you know on all that you know how deeply invested I am in that <laughs> one of my favorite memories uh, which this does lead into one of my favorite things was going to protest at Graffiti Bridge with you like we Chris yeah, and I yeah like us three fresh out of quarantine like it was still kind of questionable what we should have or shouldn't have but it was an important enough cause for us to be like we're gonna do it yeah and man I felt the spirit thick yeah Jesus was making a work in there I mean, the organization that held it when we went, yeah, yeah, were like Christians, like it was great. Like it was so good, man. It was such a blessing to do that. That was one of my favorite memories, honestly. Me too. That season was following a really difficult time for me during quarantine for that to have been like towards the end of it. um, And it's still an ongoing fight. Yeah. It's still ongoing. It it just, just, it didn't stop with um, just that, that particular memory. I remember doing that and really feeling like the Lord pressing in on my heart that day. So that was one of my favorite things. 
Again, I feel like this is just like more things that I'm like talk about but not talk about. I finished the first draft of a book this year and I just have no idea where it's going. I sent it to a friend. She just read over it. I don't have any news for friends in that other than just please pray for me when you think about it just because I'm just stepping out and trusting here. And Christian, you know this too, is that like I started that because that was was a hard work that God needed to do within me. Even if I just continue to sit in whatever God has for me and no one reads that, then that's enough. It is me being obedient to what God has for me. And that's for you friends as well, that if there's something that you feel like God's called you to that's big and you're like, I don't know why, but let it start with the ministry to yourself first. Go from there. So Maverick City Music. (sighs) Time to be alive for this, right? Volume three. So good. God really like used that album, that that piece of work that they did to like really unlock some things in me to like kind of confront things. Both parts of the album just like are deeply embedded at this point. Brittany and I are constantly talking about, you know, Dante Bow and Oh, I love him. Shout out to Naomi Rain and uh, Chandler Moore. Mm -hmm. Um, Chandler Moore Man, that dude is just awesome. Like, his voice is so anointed, if I were to say, like... Yeah. But for real, like, he's so, so powerful. And you can just feel how genuine he is when he worships. And I am always very cautious with worship songs, as you know. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very much like, I'm going to let this sit for a bit. I'm going to put it to the word. If it doesn't feel right, I'm not listening to it. But man, like, there's just, like, certain songs, like... I mean, just off the top of my head, like, Man of Your Word... Yeah. Man, that song is like a, it's like a party, but then it's like also a good reminder. Like, man, he's going to carry me through this. Promises. Once again, it's like a, it's such a deep spiritual moment. I love the refiner. Refiner. Which I know that's that's everyone's favorite. That's a great one from volume two. It is good. That is an amazing volume two one. Absolutely. Man, I'm like just looking through my playlist. Dude, their version of Lean Back, the guaranteed way to make me cry. How do you feel about Upper Room and Maverick City coming together? Because it feels like. Have you listened to it yet? I listened to some of it and it's amazing. Brittany and I were listening to it at work. But that's like, because it's funny because remember, I like Maverick City, but I was like telling you, I was like, Upper Room has my heart right now with they had an amazing album came out this year too. Those are our people together. So like I have that album pulled up. I love that you hold it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, super, 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 super good. Champion. Champion's so good. Was a really good song on that one. Uh, Remember. Holy cow. Dante Bow on Remember. The song To You by Maverick City Music is actually what sparked my word of the year, which we'll get into it. But mm-hmm. We're almost there. Yeah. But like just hearing like certain things in that was like, I teared up and I was totally happy. There's nothing wrong with me. Man, God is good. I'm closing this one with something very, very like surface level, but I fell in love with like this Asian cuisine restaurant for our Pensacola locals. Um, This is where you should be. It's a place called I Heart Bento. In quarantine, we would have this delivered to our home and i shouldn't even say quarantine because i didn't get covid but when we were shelter in place Mm. we would get this Mm. on the reg probably once a week honestly which is really bad for our health it's so good so um i still have yet to try it Brittany and i keep on talking about going you all should have done that yesterday like it was literally like everyone should have done this like weeks ago this is i finally feel like i'm drumming up fans of the restaurant like people really? are like yeah because i've like shared on on instagram stories and everyone's like oh i've heard you go to that i'm like yes 
How do people not know about this? I love it. It's located by the university. I'll put it in the show notes for our Pensacola friends, but like if you're hungry, hit that place up tonight. Like Man, it is, is so good. And the fact that I'm over on this side of town all the time, like I should have been done that. Man. I said you should have ordered it. Like everyone needs to have ordered it yesterday, just like weeks ago. That place is a fire. See, I did, wanted to do a 10 and 10 to honor 20. So 20. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't even catch the bar. Coley's out here battle rapping. Me. I literally am all about that thing. Okay, hit hit us with number okay. twenty. I'm trying not to laugh. Why? Because the one that I'm thinking of is super silly, and it's really not that big of a deal. I have Grey's Anatomy on my list. I mean, come on. <laughs> Yerba Mate. <gasps> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh my you, god. You've, you've been drinking that a lot recently. What's Man. up with that? So basically, Guayaki Yerba Mate, and what it is is it's organic tea. That's an energy drink. It's not like the chemicals. It's all tea. Mm -hmm. And the only thing in it is like 150 milligrams of caffeine is the energy part. Everything else is tea. The first time Brittany and I tried it, we hated it. But then we saw it said serve chilled and shaken well. Not shaken well, shaken gently. And it comes in a can, right? So they also have the ones you can brew. And uh, Yerba Mate is like, it's like the leaf that they use, the root that it is. That's not the actual name. The, The name of the drink is Yerba Mate, but... That's also the plant they use to make this tea. Yeah, and only time I've had it was when it was served hot in a gourd shape. See, we drink it. I mean, we're not super sustainable, I guess, but because, you know, I like drinking the bangs and the rains. I mean, I had one today. Yes. But the problem is, is that recently I was drinking so many of them. Like, my caffeine intake went through the roof. Sure. I'm trying to find a way to still have, like, a boost of energy is really nice. Like, coffee is really nice. You know what I mean? There are benefits to it. And so I was like, this might be a healthier alternative. I won't go as crazy. I'll lower my caffeine intake by doing this. Brittany and I have been trying all the different flavors, and I'm hooked. Like, I think this is a forever thing. Like, I might be forever on this thing. You said you had another one. I had another honorable mention. Um, Is it the same one that I'm going to honorable mention? But it's similar. Uh, The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian has given me faith in Star Wars again. That's basically it. That is a good word to hear. Leave it at that because I haven't watched it. (laughs) Exactly. That this feels like an honorable mention for just many of us as well. When I say this, they're going to just be like, absolutely like stand up. Like here comes the general, like the pride Mm -hmm. of Mount Vernon, you know, like movie Hamilton, which I had not heard anything other than a Kelly Clarkson remix of Quiet Uptown. That was like my first introduction to Hamilton. And so I'd only seen that. Don't, I see your face. Don't at me. I walked in, watched Hamilton the night before the 4th of July, Mm. got really emotional about it, soaked it all in and then couldn't stop listening to the soundtrack. And here's the really cool thing. And this is not to throw shade at Chris, but just in general, he is not the type of person who would usually cling on to a musical musical. yeah Yeah. he's just not and i mean i'm i like musicals but not to extent of some of my friends who like go cray cray over it we have certain albums that we just like love together like we love the a star is born album we know every song and we love that that was us for this year like with hamilton we just listened to that album all the way through i work out to that album too there's so many good workout songs on there i discovered hamilton when it first released because in high school all the theater kids would nonstop play it. I finally caved in. I'm like, what are y'all singing? They're like, yeah. have you listened to Hamilton yet? I didn't care for it then because I, I don't know why. But then I moved to Mobile 
And I had a friend reintroduce me to it in like 2017. He's like, dude, I'm going to break it down for you. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. And what was really funny is I ended up doing the same thing with Brittany, breaking it down to her, listening to it. Mm -hmm. And then not even a month later, the announcement that the movie was coming out, it sparked a whole new interest. And it really excited me to see so many new fans of it. The amount of people that hit me up were like, Christian, you like Hamilton? Are there any other musicals like it? I'm like, in the Heights, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the Heights is another Lin-Manuel Miranda. Super good. I'm with you on that. Just loved it. And even like so funny because I was at Pensacola Beach over the summer and like heard, we heard like someone randomly like chant between, or not chant, but just shout between their friends like in New York, you can be a new man. And just like, just the one line, the one liners are so good. Why do you write like you're running out of Uh time? Every day you write like you're running out of time. Yes. We mentioned it earlier. Let's talk about words of the year. So I had wrestled with a couple words this year. I really felt the word jump come out. I don't mean to interrupt you. Just for friends, words of the year, we just... What, how that yes, works yes, is sorry. like, no, you're good. I just was like, it's so common between me and my circle. I didn't mean to uh, jump into it too quick. Ooh, okay. <laughs> words for the year. All I do is I just have found it to be a fun practice. It, it's not anything that's I have to do it. It's not something that... The Bible talks about, the Bible talks about hearing from God and this, a practice that I've just found very helpful is um, to sit before the Lord and just say, hey, God, is there a certain word that you have for me this year that you might want me to focus on? And to me, how I imagine it is, I just imagine that there's a a thread that just is sewn in between the year. And when things get crazy, I just am like, oh, I remember that I have this thread that is a reminder that God is still in this, still with me. I just, and still with you. Still with you. And so that's just been a good practice for me just to sit. Yeah. And I usually find it through journaling or something. Um, what was your word for this for 2020? My word for 2020 was only. Only. Yeah. Okay. And then, so mine was commit. Okay. Um, you should share just a little bit about that. So I chose commit because if you listen to my episode, um, still with you, I talked about my journey with suicidal thoughts and actual suicide attempts. So for me, the word commit has always been followed up with suicide. Mm -hmm. It was never a positive thing, but when I went really deep, like God really spoke to me about committing to good habits and good practices and committing to what you're supposed to. It's not supposed to be a negative thing to commit to something, to yeah. commit to reading the word, to commit to developing the habits that would ultimately help you in the long run. It was really put on my heart to really like reclaim that word because I'd always put it in such a negative context um, and really it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be like really a practice. Yeah. And so to me, it was like commit doesn't mean that it means this. Like I'm no longer going to have it associated with a really dark time, but I'm going to yeah. have it associated to this whole new meaning that is way more powerful. Through that mindset, I committed to reading my word more. Come I on. committed to a relationship. A Christian relationship is not easy. Well, I mean, if they've heard your story too, like it's just... I mean, knowing my story, it wasn't easy to be in that kind of relationship. And I've committed to it. Like God's been pushing me to commit to healthier habits. You're still at the same campus and still serving and doing all of those things. Like, and that's a through a lot of adversity in that as well. I was going to say to be, to be blunt with everyone. I mean, I think everyone can agree that there are times where even in our local church and 
our own friend groups and our family that it can be hard to being committed to those relationships. I mean, really, people will wrong us, will wrong others, and it's hard to commit to staying in that. And not staying in that hurt, but staying with them and pushing past that pain and pushing like... Staying and growing in it, yeah. Exactly. Working through it, growing within it, and kind of pushing forward, committing to the task at hand. So for me... Like, I committed to a healthier, like, I've been working out on the regular. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I need my I need my uh, fat-burning routine. I've just been bulking. Man, I've committed to all sorts of different yeah. things. While I may be a little more into video games now, but it's like, okay, how can I change these things into something healthy? So, like, for me, I'll play video games if my friends are online. It's a way to really communicate with some people I normally wouldn't be hanging out with. Like, so, for instance, like... You know, there was a huge blessing in quarantine with, you know, like this is going to sound corny, but legit God used Call of Duty to really mend some stuff in my relationship with my guy friends. Oh, no, I watched it because my husband was often in that chat in that in those game sessions. God really like when we would have small group sessions on Zoom. We wouldn't get nearly as deep as we did in those lobbies, like talking with each other. I'm dead Mm -hmm. serious. God really like mended some things and like. There was a lot of pain I was going through. I was able to talk to with friends over the game. Mm. And there are people I know in real life because I can't see them, though. We developed, we made memories happen anyways. And I know it's Call of Duty. I mean, granted, that's not like the most real world thing, but just we made it work. For me, it was all about committing to what I needed to commit to and to stop always thinking that it's such a scary thing to commit to something. That's really good. (laughs) I felt like a weight lifted. Like, I really felt like that word was so powerful for me. Like you said, every time I was in a dark place, it's like God saying, I need you to stay committed to this. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, God doesn't need us to do anything. Mm -hmm. That's just poor wording on my part. But God was like, I want you to be committed to this. Like, are you committed to this would be the question I hear all the time. Like, are you committed? Then go. It is always what I would hear. I love that. It's been cool to see you walk that out too. That's why I love asking my friends, what's your word for the year? Because I like to see the thread that God, mm. when he he speaks, like he never goes back on it. Like yeah. it's always, he's always a follow up, like man mm. of his word. So. I like you snuck that in there. Man of his word. You snuck that in Maverick, there. That's his promises. Maverick that he mentioned. promises. Yes, of course. You mentioned only. Yeah. But let's go deeper in that. I'm be honest. When you told me this word, the beginning of this year, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't like I knew what only yeah, means, totally. but I didn't know what you meant by it. And I still don't. I don't think I knew either. When I would go to the Lord about this, I would always just think with the year, I was like, God, only you can fix this. Mm. Only you can see us through this. Like that would be what I would take to the Lord and hold on to. But mm. I also, at the same time, just I'm always a person who's like, God, I know that there's more. Like you're always the God of more so mm-hmm. what more do you have for this word for me which is so bizarre i feel like i always get weird words though with like 2019 being like edgy and like only like oh, yeah. i always get like the different words what was interesting is a couple of months ago in september i was just like god we're getting to the end of the year i know <laughs> that you got more for me in this word only like what is it that you want me to know about it praying that over and over again and i had this moment um, when I was at the gym on the elliptical and the elliptical is like my favorite. I love really? that machine. Yes. I like turn up my music so loud and just like my favorite go thing at, at it. the gym 
is uh, bench press because that's where I see that's where I really feel progress. Really? Sorry, I just had to throw no, that. No, like there. I, I love it. I love finding like that. So I just had this moment, and it's so funny because we were even talking about college football because it was around that you know when college football was getting underway, and I was just thinking about the idea of being on a team. God, like I love that I'm on your team, Mm. right? You know, like the fall always brings nostalgic feelings for me of just being like, I miss softball. I miss being on a team. And I was just like, God, no matter what, I'm wearing your jersey. Mm. And I love that that's not a seasonal thing. It's something that I get to wear every single day. I had this vision of myself, like literally with a jersey on with the name Jesus on the back. And I was like, God, that is such an honor to wear your name. You know, like Mm -hmm. it is literally like the biggest honor and it is the most inclusive team where I, and and not only that, but I, I'm a person who like likes to have goals and who likes to have purpose. And I'm like, I'm training for something that actually matters. And like, I actually can see when things come together. So anyway, just the whole idea of being on Jesus team, and wearing a jersey that says my father's name was just so moving. So anyway, I was pressing into that. And then I remembered like a couple weeks after I got that in September, I was just praying again about my word. I remembered that I had taken a screenshot of the definition of only in the Merriam-Webster. And so I have it like dated on my phone that I had taken a picture of this on December 16th of 2019 when I got my word only for the year. And I looked back at it. I looked at, I looked at the sentence that they used to describe this word. I'm not kidding. This is going to blow your mind. The sentence is, is convinced that his team is the only one. Mm, that's crazy. I'm going to share it on social media because I don't think that like, like, it sounds almost too good. Like, yeah. it's so specific. That's crazy. Isn't that wild, that though? That is wild. That's like, wild. Like, it's absolutely crazy. Is convinced that his team is the only one. He's convinced that his team is the only one. That is awesome. Anyway, that's crazy. No so, wonder you were into college football this year, too. That's the Lord. I was, no into, I was like, into it before the Lord even, like, put that on my heart. But isn't that crazy? Oh, my gosh. It's nice. just, like, it's, like, overwhelming. That's just like the the gyms. Like that mm-hmm. is the gyms that God doesn't have to do, but he does. And so anyway, I'm just, I'm stoked. So so, so this year. I'm not sharing my so word. You're not? I don't think I want to because there's so much that I want to press into it with that I just can't go there yet. Like it's for me right now and it will be for uh, for others when I come out on it. But God's still just doing that ministry in my heart. But I would love to hear yours. If you want to share, please, by all means, do. Listening to to You by Maverick City Music. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a song all about the prodigal son. Oh, I could cry. Basically, my word is run. Mm. I don't mean like run away. I mean like run into this next season. Sprint. Run the race. But the song talks about, you know, trying not to be emotional. It's talking about... um. Here I come running, running, and I won't go back. No, I won't go back. Here he comes running, running. And it's talking about God running towards us as we're running towards him. And that was so impactful for me hearing that song when it came out. Because, you know, one of my favorite songs is Run to the Father. Again, a story about the prodigal son. And I know that's like a cliche story for Christians and all that. But just the power in that parable, we can't fathom it. It's something about the fact that he's running toward me too. It's not just me doing it. God's demonstrating what I need to do too. That's good. Like God's running to me. God ran and met me where I was. And now I'm running this race. 
running means I'm at a fast pace. It means I actually have to go somewhere. I have to do something. So for me, run is also, I'm going to get stuff done this year. Like enough talking, like let's run it. Like let's do it, okay. you know. Uh, <laughs> for me, it's, I, I use the term run it. All right, let's get it. Let's get it going. Give it to me. Or like do it, you know. Yeah. Like let's run it. Just that's like the attitude I'm going into it yeah. this coming year. It's just like I'm running. Well, it'll be fun to pray with you through that and to watch that play out. And friends, like share your words so we can like watch it with you and pray, Please. walk it with you. And it's so fun. And it also, uh, granted, I didn't even share my word, but I will when I'm ready. And I yeah. and um share when you're ready. Yeah. Tell someone close to you. Every time the Lord speaks, like he is faithful and like mm-hmm. he does have surprising, exciting, like seeing a screenshot like that I took the year before and just seeing like, Hey, like I followed through with that, you know, like Coley, you are on my team. Like, you know, Christian, you are on God's team. Like he wants us. And so that's all that matters is those reminders. So what we have here, uh, the whole reason I'm actually on the cast today, uh, is I am going to be asking you questions from your viewers that have been sent in y'all who don't follow, follow Coley Browning. What's your actual handle? It's just Coley Browning. And also you were here to like, share your story you're not just like asking these questions you I know, know i know i know you know like, i wanted you back the if you do not follow coley on instagram and is it the same on twitter okay coley browning, yeah. at coley browning k-o-h-l-i-e-b-r-o-w-n-i-n-g yep yeah. follow coley browning on your social you. platforms she has announcements and just really like just encouraging stuff and right. also you know it's just cool to get to know the host of the cast i mean come on <laughs> Well, um, and, yeah. you also, and all of your information will be in the show notes as well, because we're always up to it. We're <laughs> always up to following you. And like, you are one of the only people who like, like my stuff on Twitter. So thank you for that. I'm well, getting yeah. a lot Come of love on, on that. You so. already know I'm on the Twitter gang. This person's asking, are your glasses real or are you still using the light blocking lenses you used to wear? <laughs> I don't know about this. I used to on Instagram stories. I used to have a pair of blue light glasses that I bought on that I bought on Amazon they were like $16 that's awesome but everyone kept saying they're like you look so cute in glasses and when I finally last year got glasses because my vision was not 2020 um oh my word no one's vision was 2020 (laughs) I'm just just kidding um but when I I needed them I was already feeling confident because I got such good feedback so Mm -hmm. the glasses I wear now are real the ones on Amazon are really good if you're on your computer screen a lot so yeah the ones that I wear now are real though I actually bought blue light glasses for my video game playing oh fun so that was totally that's super cool though all right, here's one. What makes you get out of bed in the morning? And I'm gonna I'm gonna add to this question besides Jesus waking you up. Right. I'll just be real. My alarm clock. I wake <laughs> up. It just does. Like I'm not gonna take that question too seriously. I'll show you what my alarm sounds like though. It's. Oh, really... I might make me cringe because if it's an Apple sound, I might I might have the same one, and it's gonna make me like tighten up. It's People get, will troll and... you. Oh, that's the one. Oh, no. Oh, it's so nasty. It's so nasty. Why? Because that's my alarm sound and it like makes me like, ugh. 
Really? I'm like, it makes me uncomfortable. It you used- can ask Brittany. Every time it goes off, I'm like, oh, I'll turn it off. It used to be the guitar where it was like, and I had to switch it because I just got annoyed with it. But yeah, that's my alarm sound. I mean, that wakes you up though. Here's one, and I totally expect a biased answer since I'm here. Do you have a... Do you have a favorite episode of the podcast that you recorded this year or this past uh, year? Um, the answer is no, because... All right, y'all. It was great knowing y'all. I'm headed out. I'm <laughs> no, gone. You know Follow that I, me. No, you, know the, you know me. I I love every single episode because it's just everyone, everything about it is so different. You know, like I feel really blessed that I have such a diverse friend group. It's insane how God has put different individuals around me and I'm so grateful for it. So no, the answer is no, that I don't have a favorite, but it is surprising to me, the people that I am connected with every single year and every one of them is a blessing. And also just a huge thank you to all of the friends who took time to to speak, you included Christian. Like it is people taking time out of their own working day to sit down, share their heart and invest in everyone who is listening, including myself, like people who come on, they invest in me, encourage me so much. I'm really grateful for it. I have a personal favorite besides my Do own. you? Yeah, share. Jonathan Page. Oh, yes. He's, he's very my per- good. First off, he's one of my favorite people I know personally. Yeah. Um, he, man, the, the similarities in our story, for one. For another, he just has this whole different perspective of who Jesus is. Yeah, totally. Of, and like a real honest and real vulnerable. I love Jonathan Page. That's one of my favorite episodes. I loved your conversation with Pastor Todd and Becca. They're, That's probably my close second. They're amazing. Literally, um, they kicked off the season so well. And they're people that pour into me, though, on the weekly, you know, so they're yeah. amazing. So just to share a, even a slim part of their story was in just such an honor. Uh, Maurice Kennedy. Yes. I oh love my that gosh. conversation so you had. So what's crazy, that's the biggest gift is like when you enter a new year, remember the new friends that you make. Like it's great to know the people who are consistent. There's so many new people and he's someone who lives in in like, you know, the East Coast where I'm like through a TikTok that a friend mm-hmm. shared at a small group. And then, oh my goodness. Yeah. And then to like hear his story of like, and also be following him because like oh he's. Oh my hand. Oh my hand. I know he's so good. Anyway, it's so, he's, he's doing creative stuff. I'm really excited to watch his career take off. He's putting out new things like all he the time. Actually, Very good. He was one of the people that like, when I, when I heard his episode, I was really like, I'm going to go follow him. And he's actually like. I've never had a conversation with him. I'd love to. That'd be really dope in my uh-huh, eyes. Yeah. But man, like he he's killing it. To he me. is. In my opinion, he's killing it. I've been keeping track with him. I was messaging um, him messaging him um, a couple of weeks ago and was just like, hey, you coming out with anything new? I'd love to share. And so he's doing some hard work. I love it. And this one we could talk for hours and hours on. What is Freedom Conference? You talk about it a lot. Did you go this year? Okay. So Freedom Conference is a eight-week study that you do as a no 12 week is a 12 week eight week you know 12 12 weeks I'm of just, a small group that you do as a it's a small group study um basically gets to the core root of who jesus is what he came to do and also addresses some life topics of removing some unhealthy soul ties it's like kind of like an idol flusher honestly that's the only way i can say just like flushing your life and basically just remembering that like only jesus right originated from 
Church of the Highlands in Birmingham, Alabama. It's across the nation. People host this group. There's a conference that is meant for the end of the 12 weeks where all locally different groups will come. And it's a great conference and just one of my favorite things. As you all know, you hear me talk about it a lot. I often will volunteer at the conference. I've been on the prayer team past two. I so badly wanted to this year, but because of COVID, all of the conferences were canceled. So if you have a freedom conference in your local area or just need more information, like I honestly direct message me and I will try to help you the best I can even find one in your local area. That's something I'm really passionate about is by Mm -hmm. connecting people to churches and small groups. So like I will help you even if I have, even if you live in a different state, if you need mm-hmm. help, I'll try to help you find one. Freedom is amazing. I can't wait for 2021 with it. So I got this one, and this is one that I might know the answer to, but I, I mean, obviously, a lot of people might not who don't yeah. hurt, like aren't on a personal basis with you. So why did Chris switch military branches this year? Yeah. And explain who Chris is for people who don't know. No, I I think they know, though, because he's my husband. Um, We've been married for four years. Chris had served in the Navy before we got married. He moved this year out of the Navy. So in May, he had served seven and a half years in total as an active duty service in the United States Navy. Two years beforehand, we had felt God pressing on us that he had felt it. And I, you know, it was confirmed through lots of prayer, um, just that God was calling us out of the Navy into a new season. So Chris felt like the Lord is calling him to pursue being a chaplain in the United States Air Force. Currently, he got out of the Navy and he works another job, but he also joined the United States Air Force Reserve. That looks like once a month he goes and trains and just fulfilling all of his duties with that. The short answer is God and the long and the long answer is God (laughs) as well. So but we're excited for that and really excited to be a part of that new Air Force community. That is absolutely awesome. All right. Here's one that you and I talk about this very often. Yes. Uh, Especially with personal ventures that I've been into. Uh, I want to start my own podcast. Do you have any advice for me? So my first advice is just to go for it. Because Mm. I feel like if God is putting it on your heart to speak and use your voice for his glory, why would you say no? So go into it. Just let him do the rest. I talk about this a lot, but with just friends, but like, I think there was some, when starting this, I probably should have been more afraid for the weight that this held, but I went in blindly, like in naive, just trusting in God. And sometimes you just have to follow that naive trust. Along with this though, which I'm so glad I got this question because mid-January, I'm actually going to be rolling out a course to help friends start podcasts. Be looking Looking for that. I'm really excited to share. I believe it's going to be called Be Bold, Be Brave, Be You, How to Podcast with Coley Browning. Mm. Here's what I can say. I've looked at a lot of other podcast courses and sometimes I think that it's very far removed from the individual who's teaching it. Yeah. And and that's totally fine. I think that there's all types of different places for different people who in different needs. But one of the things I want to do is I want to be connected in the process of just encouraging. So not only like 
starting a podcast and learning how to have a host site and learning how to create an RSS feed and learning all the things that I've learned over the past three, three and a half-ish, honestly, years of doing this. I want to be there to pray over your podcast, to pray with you, to encourage you, to know that your story matters. And like, if God's calling you to it, I want to be the first one to subscribe, leave a review. Like, I want to be a part of it. So I'm just really excited for that to come out in January. And I hope that people will take me up on it because I want to be there for them. So There's also a lot of work that goes into podcasting. Oh my gosh, it's so, more than just recording your it's voice. It's so much work. So I'm excited to see you break that down because yeah. I think, I mean, even personally, I had no clue how much work it was going to be. I mean, we had discussed my previous ventures with that and, you know, I won't get too detailed, but just like the work behind it, it can be daunting. And so the encouragement is probably going to, I mean, I hope it's well received. I think it will be. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm always open for questions. Even for myself. Well, if anyone ever just has questions, like, please just DM me, email me. I would love to, love to help. This is a cool question. I mean, I've been in discussions with you talking about certain guests coming up and you're like, what, you know about this person, da, 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 but um, I want to recommend a friend for you to interview on Still With You. How can we make this happen? I like this question too, because this is one I get a lot. Um, everyone always asks me, they're like, how do you know who you want to interview? Mm. And I always say I go to God first, which again is like the cheesy cliche answer, but it's true. Like if I don't feel the pressing, like the, almost the urgency to reach mm. out to someone, I usually can't get that person off my mind. But also that comes through the opportunities, right? Like the open doors where people are like, hey, you should reach out to this person. And this is someone who has an amazing story. I take it to the Lord always. But I mean, like, I'm so grateful for the open doors that lead me to that moment of where God gives me the yes. So the answer for that is, though I can't guarantee I would (laughs) be able to have everyone who recommends a friend, but a good starting place is just to email me, use my contact form on my website. Let's just get the conversation started on like what this person maybe has done in your life. I can only go as far as inviting people as my social circle. So bring it on. I want to meet new friends always. You know my desires for certain people we've talked about. Oh yeah. And I'm so excited for season four because some of the people who everyone's been asking about they're coming on and i'm great i am hype me not even being the interviewer i'm hype i'm so hype i love tech questions what microphone do you use to record the podcast this will be in the course for our friends to find i use a blue yeti microphone it's 129.99 on amazon so good i have this on my website, I have actually have like a podcast DIY starter kit for mm-hmm. everyone to find. So I'll put that in there. The basic microphone for startup. Like if you're going to take this seriously, but also not have to put in like a $300 commitment, you know, like that's absurd yeah. to me. Also, some people believe in having two mics, depending on how many co-hosts, that's fine. But like this is just your basic starter one. Like I'd say it's enough of an investment for you to follow up. But at the same time, like, it's just, it's, I love the sound quality. I kind of have the details on the story. How did you and Chris meet? Little teaser again for season four, why everyone needs to subscribe. Because in the month of February, I've been promising it. He's coming on the podcast in February. He's going to be coming on and we're going to be talking about specifically just our love story, just because we get so many questions about that, like on social media and more so just like in person. Like people are fascinated by it. We met in a hardware store. We were dating for three months. We got engaged and we're married within the next year. And that's all I'll say. For me, it's one of my most anticipated like... Crazy story. I can't wait to share it. Do you ever get nervous? Yes, I do. Podcasting, specifically if I'm speaking with honestly anyone who comes on the show, I get a little jittery. But I'm also one of those people who... 
I like to go into scary situations because I live for the high after. I had a conversation with Paul Vincent about that once that I think he's like that type of person too. You like to do scary things or like brave things like where you get in front of people. And I love it just because you have to trust in God. Yeah. As soon as you're done and you know that you've did a, even a decent amount job, you're just like, God, you were so faithful. And I feel like I just live for that like high afterwards. Like mm. even after we'll do this, this conversation, you know, like, you know how hype I get for these things. Oh, so yeah. yeah. And how nervous you get. Yes. And how nervous I get. It's real. (laughs) Is podcasting your full-time job? Oh, this is a question I get a lot because people think sometimes that it is. No. The answer is no. It's not my full-time job. I would say that it's a part-time job, but I actually don't receive any income for the podcast. Would this be something that I'd love to? Yes. Um, But I'm learning from just different professionals that it just takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of consistency. I am hoping and you know this specifically because you have been there with me when I wanted to quit the podcast. Mm -hmm. That was how our episode was birthed. Yeah, literally. I had a moment in in the follower and I think you guys probably saw it where some of the episodes were not coming out specifically in in like two weeks time one week time they're just inconsistent and it was because I felt like the Lord was like asking me potentially to step away from it I realized like the more I pressed in that I was like that's not what he was saying at all he told me to give the podcast back to him he didn't ask me to end it I'd shared this before I went through a real refining time last fall and it was just more so like God like I don't know what you want me to do he just was like I didn't ask you Coley to end it I just say give me more of it I'm in this till Jesus is not in it and then I'm walking away and so it's all about that So that's why I'm here. So no, this is not my professional job, but you know, I'll keep going until God says, yes, it is or no, it's not. And open hand all the way. How can we support you and what can we pray for? This is a good closing question. Practical ways. We'll start there. Practical ways that you can support. I'll just say this for any local artist. Really, these are the ways that you can do this. For any local artist, like a podcast host, a musician, even someone who's like your local chef. You know, there's a lot of people who have dreams and callings that God puts on their life. Though we may not be like mainstream media, we may not be people who have a huge following. We're in it for the one, right? Like we're in it for that one, even the one experience, the one moment, like that's the heart of a local artist. And so um, I like to represent local artists. So I think anybody that I shout out and share, like show them a little love, like listen to their music, Mm -hmm. you know, like their things on social media, that that stuff actually matters. Social media is like the new business card. So (laughs) it definitely helps rating and reviewing the show through Apple Podcasts, like following it on Spotify, encouraging your local artists. Mm. Like every time someone will send me a text or someone will message me and just say like, this has been so helpful. I have a friend, her name is Jen. She's been like really rock solid this year. I'm just being like, this really moved me. And I'm like, thank you so much. Cause sometimes you just put it out there and you trust and you're just like, I just really believe that this next coming year is just um, a year where God wants people to really just like take him seriously and like have real reverence for just him And I feel like because 2020 has been such a stripping year and we've all learned something, God's going to be like, go and do it in my name. And so I'd just say pray for the hand of God just in all areas of the podcast, um, in your community, in my life, you know, your life, Christian, just just for God to move, for him to have his way and that we just get out of the way. I kind of live with that, like open-handed ministry. And so that's what I have. And I'm really grateful for that question. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, thanks. Be it. Thank you guys for sending that in. That's always really fun to hear those. Um, Once again, if you have any questions, you want to contact Coley, you should go to her Instagram page. 
at Coley Browning. Your website's coleybrowning.com. Yep. Go to her website. You have everything you need there and to get in contact with her and to keep up to date. Just be sure that you're really, like we said, the practical way you can help is to go and you know, look at the source of it all. Sure. Look at the work she's putting in. Um, oh, I'm just going to be the the friend that I am. I've seen her cr- like I've seen her. Were you going to say cry? Cry <laughs> like I'm telling you, like she has cried. She has laughed. She's been so like dedicated to this project. I think that if you have at all know Coley, you've ever talked to her, you know that she's very serious about Jesus and that. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the root of everything going on here. And so I owe it to you as your friend to really push the issue that we need that show that support that you're talking about. So So please go to ColeyBrowning.com. Check out anything you might find. You know, if you want to look at my episode, use that. Yes, If you want to look at Maurice Kennedy's or Jonathan Page's or if you want to look at even some of the like. Uh, I think Arrow Mercantile. How do you Rusted Mer- Arrow? Yeah, Rusted Arrows yeah. podcast where you can learn some more Pensacola stuff. You know what I mean? Like totally. so many things. There's so many different topics that have been covered on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like everything from talking about you know racial reconciliation to my battle rap nonsense no, to like it's not nonsense. to the transformation Jesus has in people's lives. Like I truly believe in this project yeah. that you're doing. You're really generous. Again, like I want to go back to that moment in the fall when you were just, come on, Coley. You're just like, we had a moment where like, you like are better than this than to give up and to walk away when things get hard. And so I'm sure friends can hear that with like the theme of some of the stuff. I'm like, God doesn't give up. Like I'm not going to give up. Yeah. I'm really grateful for that because it could have been, it was hard and I just, um, I needed the right person at the right time to give me the hard truth. And um, I'm really grateful well, that for that. Was all, that was all God because that was a season for me as well with my <laughs> adventures that yeah. has only gotten jump-started a year later. You want to get into these announcements? I, How do you want to do this? Yes, I want to do that. And then I want you to – I want – honestly, I'm, I hate to put you on the spot, but would you read a little bit of scripture? Because we started the year yeah. off on the Word of God. We're going to close it and then we're going to like you mean pray it out. That I've been – Yeah, totally. So I'll do some announcement announcements and then again, like not to put you on the spot, but like – like find something that like God's been Put speaking to you and like spot. we'll seriously we'll just close in scripture and we'll pray and we'll see our, the people on their merry way because they got we got some celebrating to do this Come year of all the things God's done. Just some close announcements. Again, I, I mentioned it earlier just about how I'm going to be sharing this course. So anyone who is interested, you know, go ahead and reach out to me if you want to, if you're interested in starting a podcast, because I'd love to go ahead and just get in contact with you as I'm working on this. I don't think that we should withhold dreams like in callings, like let's just start moving on it. I am going to be offering podcast editing. I can't say that I can help everyone just because of my schedule, but if you have a podcast or you're interested in starting a podcast and you'd like some help with the editing side of to take some load off you, go ahead and let me know. I would love to just speak with you about it to see if we could make that happen for you. And if not, like I'll try to help you get connected with someone who would be able to. So yeah, I'm just opening the door to that conversation. So season four of Still With You is going to be released on January 19th. So this is a Tuesday. We're going to continue to release week by week, January 19th, 2021. So excited for it. I also will be dropping a trailer just like splices of little conversations from the interviews that we've recorded thus far for the season 
I'm not kidding, guys. Like, I cannot explain, like, how hype and how excited I am to share this. The guests are just incredible, the ones I've spoken to so far. And, like, we just haven't even got started yet because the year hasn't even started yet. So I'm really excited. But the trailer will drop on Tuesday, January 5th. Also, a little reminder that if you haven't subscribed or followed the podcast, then now is the time. No time like the present. Those are some things I'm excited for. And I just... Again, like with all my heart, just really want to say thank you to every single person who has downloaded an episode, listened, sent me a message, shared the episode. Man, those, you guys are faithful. I do this for Jesus and to serve you because I've been a person who's benefited directly from people taking a moment to encourage me and call out the gold in me. I believe that's the power that stories have is to share golden stories of God doing amazing work and just being so faithful, never giving up on us. And so I'm really grateful for every single person who's taking a moment to be on the show and just share their hearts so vulnerably and openly. That is all because of you guys. You guys are the ones who keep the podcast on the airwaves because of your support. If there wasn't anyone who was listening, I think that this would be something that it would be a little bit different. God would probably be like, go in a different direction, but you guys have showed up even when it gets hard. And um, I'm just really, really grateful for that. And thank you, Christian, for taking a moment to reflect. 2020 has been crazy, but God's been faithful. And at the same time, like, I'm really grateful for you being a friend outside of recording. You've been really faithful to Chris and I just to see us through um, this year. And hopefully our friendship has done that too, because we just, we care a lot about you. We care a lot about your family and Brittany and her family, our church family. And we just are really proud of the man that you are. And um, we love you. That's very sweet. That is super sweet of you to say. Well, it's true, and I mean that. And so thanks for taking a moment to, like, hang out with everyone and share It's classic Christian and Coley interaction for Uh, us to go way past the time we said we were going to do. I know, totally. It is, but, you know. We went into this being like, oh, it'll be a quick 30 minutes, you know what I'm saying, but. So you asked me to pull up a verse, and I think one of the most challenging books in the Bible for me is one of the most fruitful things I've read ever has been James. I think just mm-hmm. the fact that James, you know, in the book of James, it's very blunt. It's very just straightforward what it is. You know, it's just not a lot of sugarcoating. Sure. Okay. There's a lot of encouragement and a lot of, this is how it is. Like this is more than just hugs and it's more than just, you know, feel good stuff. This is like an actual battle, like a spiritual battle going on. And I feel like this is something that we could all use going into it. It's been Quoted so many times, I mean, people preach on this all the time, but I think James 1, the way it starts, is perfect setup. Bring us into season four. And I'm, I'm actually going to change my version here because I talked about it earlier. I'm talking NKJV. Okay, let's do okay. it. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Mm. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing any of you lacks wisdom let him ask of god who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him but let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the lord he is a double-minded man unstable in all of his ways all right brother you want to pray us out yeah god's been so good uh dear heavenly father we come in your presence, God, we're just so thankful. God, before we 
pray, you know, about anything, God. We just want to give you thanks and praise you, God, for just everything you've brought us through this year and just in our lives, God. You are so faithful. You are so good, God. We do not deserve a father like you, but yet you still love us just the way we are, God. And God, I I pray that this year, this coming 2021, that we, whatever trials may come forth, God, that we count it as joy, God, that we go into it with this confidence of who you are. It's not in us, God. Nothing we can do could ever get past it, but it's in your strength that we'll get through these trials and the tribulations and just life in general, God. We're so thankful for the the blood of Jesus, just Mm -hmm. the sacrifice Mm -hmm. on on Calvary, God. We're so thankful for the blood of Jesus washing away our sins. And God, we we repent before you. We repent and turn away from our sin. And God, Mm -hmm. we know that you will carry us through the season. And God, we're so thankful. And God, I want to pray a specific blessing over Coley and Chris and over this podcast, God, that you would just bless it, God, that this would be only about you, God, never about Coley, never about still with you as a brand name, never about anything but Jesus, God, only about you, God, because that's the only way that this is going to make an impact if it's about you, God. God, I pray that as Coley walks through this next season, as Chris goes through this next season, that they walk together and God, that you just would meet them and that you would guide them, God, that your hand would just be protecting them and carrying them through whatever they need going through, God. We are so thankful for them and the impact they have on my life, on Brittany's life, and all the lives of people who they've talked to, God. God, we know that you are a faithful father, that you are a loving father, and God, we praise you, we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.